bom 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 for dang a dang dang for ding a dong ding blue moon moon blue moon dip 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 moon 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 blue moon dip 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 moon 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 Welcome back to Reviewing, the show where we watch movies from my dad's youth, then we discuss them. So what movie do you watch on a full moon night in October? You watch a monster movie. And so the monster movie we decided to watch was An American Werewolf in London, 1981, starring, frankly, not too many people that we never heard of. But one of them was famous for doing a Dr. Pepper commercial. And we don't know his acting chops because his real name was the same as the name in the film. So maybe he couldn't remember a different name. We're not quite sure. Anyway, uh, not quite a monster movie, not quite a comedy, not quite a drama, but entertaining. And you definitely want to hear the story of how nine-year-old me first saw an American werewolf in London. Enjoy. I drink Dr. Pepper and I'm proud. I used to be alone in a crowd. But now you look around these days. There seems to be a Dr. Pepper craze. I'm a pepper, he's a pepper, she's a pepper. We're a pepper, wouldn't you like to be a pepper too? Before we begin discussing An American Werewolf in London, I uh, feel compelled to tell you when I first saw the movie. So, do you remember the date? The date of the movie? Yeah. Uh, 19... I know it was 81. 81. 81, okay. okay. So I'm 9 or 10. Okay. Mm. I saw this in the theater. So when you were nine, when or I was ten. nine or ten, I think it was summer. So summer I was nine. It was nineteen eighty-one. Really? So grandma <clears throat> says, "My grandma or your grandma?" My grandma. Okay, so my yes. great grandma. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Your your my mother. Yes. Says to her ten-year-old son, nine-year-old son, um, "I've heard this movie is funny, and hmm. and it's a it's a funny werewolf movie. Let's go see it." Hmm. So we went and saw the funny werewolf movie. I don't know why she didn't realize that while it was a funny werewolf movie, maybe the R rating should have tipped her off. To multiple things. To multiple things. Yeah. Um, I will tell you, uh, during the shower scene, definitely did the whole, like, covering my son's eyes, going there <laughs> next, next door. There were a couple of times she said, are you are you okay? I, I didn't know. Do you wanna do you want do you wanna leave? And I was like, it's okay. So, um, oh I know for many of these things we watch these movies, and I and I know that I watched them on video first. This I distinctly remember. Yeah, watching I mean, watching in the theater. I mean, that's hard to forget. <laughs> yes, hard to forget. yes. I don't think I was too scarred for no. life, but um, I will say that I remember definitely definitely parts of it. So that's funny. Um, so that yeah, that's that's my American role in London. Um, Entree, shall we say. <laughs> so, your thoughts. I, I don't even know, <laughs> like, where to start. Right, yes, okay. Like, for many reasons. I, like, it. it's just weird. Yes. Yeah, yeah, like, it's yes, not it as is. random as Kentucky Fried Movie. No, no, it isn't Vignetti. It's got what? It's got a whole thing. But it's like, 
like what? Like, it's it's kind of random. Yep. Well, it's not kind of. It definitely is random. But I I think they do the random well. Like they don't make it like awkward random. Well, like they don't like they make it awkward, but they make it awkward intentionally. Okay. And I think they make it random, but they make it random intentionally. Right. I guess my question is, I'm hoping that was the movie that you intended to make, which is both scary, well, not scary, both, you know, like monster movie thing, as well as funny. Because Mm -hmm. I felt like they tried to do both, and I kind of feel like they achieved in doing both. Definitely, I think I think that's what I think that's where you're getting your use of the word random from. Mm-hmm. It's more random because it didn't follow one category, right? Not right. random in the plot or random in the well, it's kind of random in the plot, right? But it's definitely not like horror movie, funny movie. It's sort of a little bit of both, right? Right. So this is most likely the only time that you'll watch a movie that uses the same song three different versions right we've got blue moon in the beginning blue moon in the middle blue moon blue moon in the end um all to different effects which is why they wanted but but even the the insertion of music was i think i'll borrow your word and say random in that it was good though it was great it, it, again it was effective because they wanted to be this offbeat humorous aside to a monster movie you know but but the the movie opens and we're and we're panning shots across the british moors and it's rainy and misty and it's exactly what we expect it to be and they're playing this very somber version of blue moon and but it's not dark it's during the daytime um and of course, Blue Moon is, you know, I saw you standing low in this sort of romance thing, and there's nobody in the shots except for various car, rock outcroppings. Yeah. And um, and so, uh, uh, you know, the, the movie is 45 seconds old, and you're thinking to yourself, I don't know what happened here. Yeah. M- m- my first note was, you know, the opening scene is very confusing, um, you know, based on what you didn't expect. You know, you expected a monster movie to be some sort of monstery thing. Right. Some sort of... Or some sort of funny thing. Right. And instead you got... What you like, got. Basically nothing. Right. But I did note, that couldn't have happened today. Okay. Of the credits. They wouldn't have done that. Oh, because opening credits are so much shorter now. Like, they wouldn't have done that. Yeah. At least not as long as they did. Yeah. Which... The length of it was the effect of it. I think that's true. I think that's but. true. Yeah. I put, and, and sort of more than just funny, I said that the opening credits and the song and stuff, it made sure, to me, the message was, we're not going to take this movie too seriously. Yeah. And I don't mean that in a careless way, but rather in a, uh, well, I guess probably the best expression is is, is tongue-in-cheek, right? right? Oh, totally. Yeah. We're going to make a monster movie, but it's going to be a little... It's gonna be a little offbeat, and a little it's zany. Z- zany, yes, yes, and we're gonna and we're gonna start right. See, but they're gonna own it though. Like, yes, yes. Know. So going back, as I remember, you, I saw this movie at, at at nine, and there are two jokes that happen uh, between David and 
um, oh goodness, who gets killed? John. Jack. Sorry, Jack. David and Jack, right? And um, and they tell and they tell two jokes, both of which I'm sorry. What one is one is outside the pub and one is in the pub. The first one is when he says, "I got a joke for you." Say, "Knock, knock." And then Jack says, knock, knock. And he says, who's there? And Jack pauses and he doesn't get it. Um, and, uh, like, I still tell that joke mm-hmm. <laughs> now. And the second one is... The I, second one you tell, too. I tell, well, too. Well, not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. But, but, see, but I noted it. I was like, I've heard that before from you. <laughs> from Dad. Right. From you. Right. Exactly. And... Was that like a popular joke before? Uh, see, like, I don't know. I'm curious as to whether I picked that joke up slash that joke came into the sort of popular usage I mean, after the movie. I mean, that's a pretty funny joke. Like, to and, have it come straight from the movie would, would be pretty impressive. Right, because it's still applicable. I mean, just it's a very stereotypical joke, obviously. Really but it's still, it much, it's, yeah, it's still totally, you know, it's, it's right there, you know. Yeah, we can definitely, for this one, I think there's a lot we can put in the, this doesn't hold up. Yes. Category. Yes. Yes. I totally agree. So, um, so they're going through, and I and I, and I guess you know they're in the they're in the pub, and it's it's very much like okay, something's wacky in the pub. But is it just that they're Northern British, or yeah. is it, or is it more right? Yeah. And I guess of course we know the title of the movie, so we know it's more. But it, it's you know. In terms of the sort of stereotypical pieces, like we're gonna take care of our own and nothing to see here. I guess I guess it could have been stereotypical Maine uh, or anywhere, yeah, right? Yeah, you know, anywhere. Yeah, yeah. You know, you ain't from around here. Is sort of the, the sort. There of, was definitely a, a a lot of the sort of like foreign thing. Yes, but that was just sort of like another kind of running joke that they had. Like lots of these were sort of running jokes, which I thought was cool. It it, it was sort of a good like. Kind of, you know, you have a lot of, you know, not really scary monster things, but monster things. Right. And then you fall back into the joke and like, ah, you know, and then monster and then running joke. And right, right. But I said when I was talking about it with you, I said there really weren't any jump scares. And there really weren't. There's sort of there like, really when weren't. somebody's crapping, you knew it was going to be scary. Even if something quote unquote, I won't say quote even if something popped out, it didn't pop out. You sort of expected it. You knew it was going to yeah, happen. It's like, okay, and, here so it wasn't meant werewolf. to be jump scary. Yeah. It was meant to be like, oh, well, here's something scary you know what's happening and, and whatever it is mm-hmm. um despite not having the jump scares you probably wouldn't show it to a kid though like you wouldn't take your nine-year-old to it is that yeah. what you're saying yeah probably <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh we were we were we, we were made of sterner stuff back then <laughs> um back in my day yeah uh i think i walked uphill both ways to the movies that day, actually. <laughs> um I uh, so I noted in both the first werewolf attack as well as the others, they did a nice job with, um, and I think we talked about this in Predator in not showing the creature or at least showing the creature fully. Yeah. The, that um, was something in my notes too. Yeah, they built the suspense really well. Definitely, and they did some neat stuff with a uh, the sort of the camera would move around because there was the creature, the werewolf was sort of running around them and surrounding them. Mm-hmm. They did some some werewolf eye view type stuff mm-hmm. and then even when you saw it it was, it was just a quick flash and a um, well it was like all in the face for like the first I don't know 90 or so percent of it yeah right right exactly and and I think that's okay mm-hmm. you know I wonder if that was a product of not wanting to have the full body creature special effects going on the entire time yeah, too yeah less money um 
but 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 it worked it it worked to an effect to say that oh this is this is creating suspense this is this is what we want the movie yeah. to be i mean like i know about halfway through like you don't really know what's going on right like you know that there are these dreams and then there's the jack coming back and he's dead right but like you don't entirely know what's going on no it's really only when the last like 40 50 percent of the movie that mm-hmm. you yeah yeah. You actually get your real plot. Now, why do you think that they made the dreams? Now, obviously the dreams were, were, were scary and intense and violent to show how his mind was transforming, but yet many of the dreams had nothing to do with changing into a werewolf, yeah. right? I mean, the one did with the hunting piece, but then, you know, the aliens with the Nazi helmets, that's not... Yeah, that has nothing to do with being a werewolf, but it... Yeah. yeah. This was sort of curious about... I mean, like some of us sort of like almost like sarcastic or like kind of like making fun of mm-hmm. like you know quote unquote like canon monster movies sure which I thought was you know like that one I was like ah you know this one might just be having like a joke about it right but right. yeah it was honestly just sort of like again it was sort of that random playing and right it. right but but I yeah. think it, it you know, I don't know what would have been there in its in its place, yeah. though, right? I mean, I think it that was... wouldn't have given away, right? Yeah. Right, right. I think it was. I think it was good filler, mm-hmm. you know, you know, as it were. Um, so, uh, a couple of no, I would say just one actor that I want to point out to you. So, the uh, American who comes in from the embassy, mm-hmm. and again, he's played for humor too because he's trying to do all his bureaucratic stuff. Meanwhile. David's going bonkers and talking mm-hmm. about werewolves, and he's trying to say, well, I can understand how upset you are yeah. about the death of your friend, right? Yeah. Okay. Did you happen to recognize that actor? I feel like The Voice. Ah, uh, I was wondering. I, did, I, did, I didn't want to lead you there. Yeah. Yes, The Voice. Well, because it's so specific. Yes. I can't place it. I mean, like, most of these that we talk about, like, you know, did you recognize? It's like, yeah, but I can't place it. That voice? Recognize you do? Was it yet? That's not Yoda. Yes, Frank Oz. Really? Yes. Yeah, the voice of Yoda, among others, right? Yeah. I mean, the voice of many, many, many Muppets. But yeah. for but wow. for, for you, you've definitely heard that voice the most as Yoda. That's crazy to think about, like how 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 kind of different it is. I mean, it's still very similar, but it's still very different. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. I mean, he definitely puts on a voice to do Yoda, but, but you can still hear. Yeah. Yeah. You can hear it. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, pretty yeah, pretty cool, pretty cool. Yeah, the only other actor who I who I recognize, I need, and I would not have recognized him until now. So at the very end, the taxi driver, mm. right mm. before they get out, he gets out, tries to get arrested, or whatever. He's in this a movie called Snatch, which was made in I don't know, the mid nineteen nineties. Do we have like a like a deck of cards with Snatch? We do. Some, we, I, I don't know why. I remember you, that no, I, I know why. I can tell you why. So I went and saw. Uh, Snatch. It was a movie premiere. So back when I was working in D.C., mm-hmm. there was a kid, a high school kid, who had somehow gotten like movie reviewer credentials, like like early web stuff. Yeah. And so he invited uh, 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 two teachers, me and this other guy, to go to this movie premiere of Snatch. So we got this deck of cards as a as like the as a as a gifty gift. for, yeah. for 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 being there. That's so random. That's very random. Yeah. But it has Brad Pitt. It's a good heisty type movie, yeah. character study. It's kind of funny. Um, sometime we 
people watch it on video and not tell your mother. Fair enough. Yeah, lots of swearing and blood. And I guess, I don't know, at this point, you've probably seen all the swearing and blood and everything <laughs> like that. So, um, I would mention how much nudity there was in this movie. Yeah, but there you know was what? more than I expected. But I, I might argue there was more male nudity than there was female nudity. A lot of butts. There's a, there's a lot of butts and, and hands, hands covering up junk as we run around places. Like the London Zoo. Like the London Zoo. <laughs> or the Highlands. Or the, yeah, so... Um, yeah, well, at least it was equal opportunity nudity, mm-hmm. you know, and the, you know, I guess there was a sort of funny, I mean, ob- obviously they like made, quote unquote, the, the, the like, you know, bad 1970s porn movie yeah. for that, right? That was obviously because, you know, the guy walks in and he's like, I never met you before. <laughs> you know? So, um, like, that's like the perfect, like quintessential random funny you're like what i mean like i'm laughing but like what right that definitely had the kentucky fried movie feel to it oh that, totally that movie within the movie thing like this one like i would totally group it in with that kentucky fried movie yes sort of like random but like you know like super funny yeah but like yeah. sort of random like okay like what is happening definitely here? like definitely so um Jack, when he comes back in all of his different incarnations. That was like Ode to the Makeup Team. Yes. Like, that was that was actually good. Brilliant, yeah. I mean, like, something that I noted, like, this this movie that seems relatively kind of, like, kind of niche. Yeah. I mean, like, maybe it was popular, but, like, it's not like a classic by any means. Like, its production quality was good. Yes. Like, really good makeup, really good production. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I really, kinda... I really admire how. Okay, now I'm really gonna go. It's almost Shakespearean, right? To to have this character come back and to be plot driver, mm. right? Plot revealer mm-hmm. as well as comedic, right? Yeah. I mean, I think that I think that that's almost he's almost the linchpin of the movie to yeah. go, to go on, right? It's David who does all the acting and all the filling, but it's Jack who, who the audience who needs. To really make sure that the movie goes the way that it's supposed to go. Yeah, I mean, like his 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 role is almost like the like prologue monologue guy in the in the Shakespeare thing. I mean, like most notably Romeo and Juliet, like the first sort of like the opening monologue. Right. But like that's sort of what he how how he fits in going on with your Shakespeare. That's right. I mean, thing. he says the first time he comes back, he's like, "Well, you have to you have to die." Yeah. Right. And at that and point, like, we know yeah. we we kind of know how the movie's going to end. We just don't know exactly how yeah. the movie's going to end. Yeah. So. Yeah. That reminds me. That actor's name is Griffin Dunn, and he is in this movie. I don't know. Maybe it's called After Hours. I'm trying to think. This sort of bizarre, wacky, trying to get home ish type mm. movie. I'll have to look it up. It'd be another another one to add to the list of <laughs> movies where. But I will say at the very end of this movie. Do you remember? Do you remember what you sort of exclaimed at the end of this movie? I said, "What?" Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it was ra- the word I used was it was an abrupt ending. Yeah, but I w- like once you process it, you're like, "That's kind of clever." Right. Like, you know, but it's totally not what you'd expect. You expect there to be some sort of you know, going along with the plot, you know, mountain diagram, (laughs) you know, and you go over to the climax and you come down to the falling actions and you go and it ends. It's like, nope. And it's like climax and stop. Yep. And and scene credits. Let's go. Yeah. It's like, like, like legit roll the credits. Yeah. It was, it was like 
my take on it was that they, they like may have even shot like a ending. Okay, it, so let's say that they did do more. What do you think they would have done? Yeah, like that's what I'm trying to think of. You know, maybe like the nurse being a little sad, right? And then like. You go back to the town and it's like different or something. Like yeah, the curse has been lifted or something. But or one thing I thought it was whether they would try and talk themselves out of what they saw, right? Because yeah. he's way down in the alley when they shoot him, and then of course when they go up and they finally see him, he's turned back into a man. And so I wonder if you'd hear people starting to say, "I thought that was a dog, but it's a man." Yeah. And um, because with that, and I know they do all the research, and I know that. I know that they, because they know the person and because they went to the town, maybe they're stronger believers. But I have to think that Dr. Hirsch and Alex, um, two very thoughtful, logical people, went right along with the fact that he was going to become a werewolf pretty easily. Right? Yeah. I mean, they went from... Dr. Hirsch was like... Mm, right. Well, Dr. Hirsch went, went from, look, this could be just him being crazy about it like this the sort of mass hysteria in the town so that's what he, that's what he was infected with and then he's like no he's actually going to turn into a werewolf and yeah, he was, he was like, he where was, is he right he was, <laughs> he was he was he was really quite sort of stoic about it. like well i know this is going to happen so we so we better find him yeah it was like 30 seconds ago you were like right. nah, i don't believe you. yeah not like i don't believe i'm saying this but i think we gotta fight it was like no he's definitely gonna turn and alex was like yep yeah, i love him he's gonna turn into a werewolf yeah. i'm gonna find him it's like what? Like that's yeah. not what... <laughs> right. Yeah, I definitely think the London cop would have arrested him. Yeah. So, like, do you think if if you go up to cop and be like, "Please arrest me," you'll be like, "Right, okay." Yeah. Like, or uh, maybe I shouldn't tell you this, but hopefully you'll never be in this situation. Like, all David had to do was punch the cop in the face. That's gonna get him arrested. Yeah. True. I don't know what's it. What situation that would be. Yeah. Well, yeah, don't get in that. Don't ponder that because we don't want you in that. Anything having to do with but lichen, would you anything having to do with lycanthropy, don't get into that either. But why would you need to get arrested? That's what I'm saying. Right, right. Yeah, it, if you like were a, a werewolf, and you didn't want to kill somebody, and you didn't want to kill, right? If you were a werewolf and wanted to kill somebody, that's a totally different story. Oh, I know the other actor I want to tell you. He's telling the story about the original werewolf movie from the 1930s, and it's got mm. Lon Chaney, who's a very famous monster movie actor and Bella Lugosi who's a very famous monster movie actor and he says and remember he says and Claude Rains kills him Claude Rains is in Casablanca he's yeah. the he's the police chief mm-hmm. so yeah okay yeah I mean it's definitely sort of like a very just like weird 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 time yeah okay another 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 weird time we're assuming David is maybe just out of college, maybe in college. He's got his NYU. I call him at like 22. Yeah, okay, so end of college, but he's a young guy. Mm. Okay. And you presume that they're going on some sort of backpacking Europe tour. Right, Maybe this exactly. is like the graduation thing. Yeah, exactly. I was right there. So he's been, uh, he was he was basically in a coma for, for, for three weeks. And then he wakes up and, he, and he's out. No point. His parents didn't decide to come over to England, mm. or, or let's say the parents couldn't come over to England for whatever reason. They don't say, David. Now that you're out of the hospital, we're going to fly you back mm. to New York. 
Yeah, like, have fun in London, right. like, sweetie. And they didn't take care of the fact that, like, literally David's like, well, now that I'm better and I'm out of the hospital, I have nowhere to go. I mean, he, he ends up in an okay place. But literally, he's got nowhere to go. Like, yeah, there's no, like, here, have, like, the nearest hotel card. Right. Like, like yeah, get out of here. If the nurse romance didn't work out, what was he going to do? I, I, he was going to end up with those three guys in the boat. <laughs> <laughs> they had a nice view of the... Tower Bridge, I guess, but still, it, it really wasn't the best of plans, shall we say. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, I mean, that may have been a joke. It's like, some, like there's probably some jokes that we're missing just because, like, we're, like, we can't, or just because they're so well hidden. Right. I mean, this whole thing was sort of a joke. I agree. Like, if you were, like, in a, in, 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 like, a bubbly kind of mood, just, like, laughing at everything like you could just have a grand time sure with the movie. sure yeah i dig it I and dig like it. i think that's sort of what they were going for i mean kind of going back to like my theory is that they actually shot like an ending of the movie where you know thing went back to normal quote right. unquote but like that's not funny and that's not fitting the movie right like that's being the same as everything else when you're obviously not doing that sure. for sure the other you know, rest of the movie. I get that. I get that. So what did you think about the big change scene in the apartment the first time he changed into the werewolf? I thought it was, like, kind of incredible. Yeah. Like, yeah. just from a movie-making standpoint. It, it's, it's um, like, in Raiders of the Lost Ark, when he gets really old really quickly. Ooh, yeah, okay, yeah. It's like same, same time. Same. Yeah. yeah I, I, I admire that, considering it's 1991. I also really admire and i'm not a monster movie aficionado but the fact that the the pain mm. that the change could and of course if you think about it, right your body i mean you've got bones yeah, and bones, muscles yeah. stretching and 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 right because how else are you going to get there right so it, it, it sort of took the magic out of the werewolf change and put into no this is a human body that's actually like getting morphing kind of, into yeah. something and boy that doesn't feel good so yeah, yeah. it yeah. was like uh, something that would be cool to find out is how long it actually took them to do that. Yes. Like how, like kind of how many like you know like stop motion ish shots. Right. Right. But like the whole scene as a just from like a production standpoint was really cool. I agree. And it was really cool that they even like tried to do it as well as they did. Mm-hmm. You know, because they could have easily saved money and not done it, but I think it really made it took it a step up. Yes. And, the movie uh, levels. Agreed. That's definitely one of the scenes that I remember pretty pretty vividly being like, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I thought I thought the apartment, her apartment was interesting too. There's a lot of sort of uh, United States iconography, right? Mm-hmm. We had the Casablanca poster. Disney we had the stuff. Mickey and Minnie yeah. and Disney stuff all over there. Um, there was the uh, the picture of the, of the of the American turkey that was there. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, not that she was USA obsessed or anything like that, but right, this was just sort of like a random. Yeah, yeah. yeah there, there, there was, there was definitely that, yeah. all that, all that stuff over there. And it was also very funny, you know. We, we get this scene where he gets out of the hospital and he's going through London, and it's 1981. So these, the, the very sort of 1981 London things are um, inflation. Everything costs a lot, and there's lots of punks in a very crowded subway. Like, okay. Check and, and check. Yeah, We've got yeah. 1981 London covered. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely just, yeah. Like, definitely a good movie. Um, a f- a, definitely a fun movie. Like, But 
it's fun without taking away from production. Like, they made it sort of this random, goofy movie without skimping on how making it good. Like, they intentionally made it good right. for this sort of category. Yes. Yeah. Which, which I think is, you know... Respectable from yeah. the movie make from a movie standpoint. Yeah, I thought it was um, interesting too, and probably a comment on society: the fact that they're trying to disperse these people in Piccadilly Circus. They're saying, "Get away! This is something yeah. really dangerous," and all these people just keep flooding the door. Yeah, there's a you know? sort of like public chaos. Yeah, well, it's like that. You know, and a lot of this. Yeah, yeah, you know, they they wanted to see what was happening, and it was so amazing how crowded. That scene was in Piccadilly Circus when you contrast it to the scene in the subway or the tube, the tube. where that chase happens because that was a really cool scene. With the, the, first the feeling, the yeah. feeling of isolation, mm-hmm. um, and the feeling of desperation, where he's got to climb multiple escalators and 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 you know go through the, all the different tunnels and and there's he's lost. He's trying to get out of this maze and and the werewolf is just slowly stalking him right it's that classic it was cool you know like yeah. you're running and I'm walking and somehow I'm catching up with you because you are just panicking mm-hmm. and I know exactly what I'm doing yeah it was definitely like a really cool cool scene yeah just yeah. like the camera angles in that one especially stood out with right. like oh yeah the first person in both perspectives it was yeah, yeah. honestly just like really well made mm-hmm. really well made did you think at all so at the very end, and, and Alex breaks through the police line, and she says, I love you, and there's a really close-up picture of the of the werewolf snout, and you can see the like, face relax yeah. ever so slightly. Did you think that there was going to be a, the power of love is going to conquer the werewolf? Sort of, because they, like, they kind of hinted at it. Right. Because they sort of, like, they kind of mentioned it before. Well, what they mentioned was they said, "Well, it's like the person some, who loves you has yeah, to do has the to killing, kill right?" And yeah. to me, what then we wondered, "Oh, I wonder if that could overcome the curse." Mm-hmm. But no, but no. And then it ended thirty seconds later. And then, and then it ended. Th- yeah, I, I mean, mean, the final shot is literally like him dead. Right. Bang, bang, bang. Done. We see one last glimpse of male nudity. Some crying. Some crying. And stop. And we're done. And we go into the. The the, the pe- instead of choosing a, a sad and slow version of Blue Moon, we pick the doo wop version of Blue Moon. And I thought it was like it just totally like reversed. The sl- the sad and slow one is in the relatively happy beginning. Right. There's really good banter. Mm-hmm. You know, they're singing, and then the doo wop is in the end. Yep. And I thought that was interesting, like how they did that. Yeah. Yeah. Like. And I, I I, again, of, yeah. we're we are not taking this seriously. We're going to entertain no. you, and we and you know. Like, and my sort of note about this was, it's almost like a viral marketing thing. <laughs> it's like, no one's going to walk in that theater and be like, oh, I, I basically saw that movie last year. It's like, right. okay, watch this happen. You know, there's sort of that classic, like, la, 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 people walking out of the theater thing. Right. But, like, no one's going to forget this. It would be really interesting to look up and see what the trailer or the trailers were. Mm. And this this actually might um, yeah, we can do that exonerate. Too. Uh, my mom mm. for t- for taking me at age at age nine because if the trailer made it look like a comedy, she's off the hook. Yeah. After all these years, um, end credits. Two things that I found funny. 
uh, one was that if you saw they uh, they sort of dedicated kind of dedicated the movie to the marriage of Charles and Diana, mm-hmm. which of course that is very tragic at this point now. Um, and then there is a you know they always have the the disclaimer that any relation to people living or dead you know and they said any relation to or, or coincidences to people who are living dead or undead yeah yeah you know you know again just sort of also funny. they gave like the makeup team of like you know 20 people like a 10 second screen which, which was, is good because they needed their props they yeah, did an awesome job cool like you said with jack did. especially like in the end when he's you know green rotting, and rotting and, yeah. yeah 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 honestly like I think people that listen to this will think we're very confused. <laughs> like, uh, like we sound don't confused. They, don't they always think we're confused? Yeah, no, but sometimes <laughs> we're like on point. We right. can get it. But I'm very confused. Right. Like, I'm still sort of turning the wheels about what just happened. Well, I but think, I think that's sort of what they wanted. Yeah. Like well, I also think you said, you know, we're on point. I'm not sure that there is a, that there, that there is a point. I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, like... The filmmakers didn't want us to say this is a blank movie. Yeah, they wanted us to do this mashup, to do this. Oh, I appreciate that part, and I also appreciate that mm-hmm. part, despite the fact, you know, they don't go together. They yeah. are they are these they are these disparate pieces that that make us think about, uh, you know, about whether we're watching a monster movie or a comedy and um, or or a fake porno. And I think and I I think I think that's you know they accomplished what they set out to do. Yeah. You saw me standing alone Without a dream in my heart Without a love of my own Thank you so much for being with us for a review of an American Werewolf in London. It was random, confusing, kind of funny, kind of not, but we had a good time watching it despite all that. Um, Despite all that, yes. Despite all that. (laughs) As always, as we've said in the past, but not very recently, we are looking for some audience feedback slash some input into the movies that we review. So we will put the Twitter and the Gmail in uh, the bio as well as the description. And you can find it there and and hopefully have us review some good films. Or just films. We don't want to promise that they're any good. True. And while you're there, we could use some technical support. Uh, we tried to uh, review Eddie and the Cruisers, the 1983 classic. Uh, we did that for sentimental reasons. That was um, one of uh, Henry's uh, aunts, my sister, uh, a good one that uh, we wanted to do for her on her birthday. But we weren't able to do that because it is not streamable. We didn't know how to find it. And so if you know how to find Eddie and the Cruisers, not if you know how to find Eddie because... Well, I don't want to give it away, but anyway, he's lost. I'll wait for Henry to see it. But if you know how to find it in the cruisers that we can watch, uh, please let us know also through the feedback on the email or the Twitter. Thank you. Beef chow, man. Ah, ooh, 
Better not let him in 